time for the Susan Taylor Podcast, where we discuss the yoga of mind, medicine, and healing. Author of Feeling Good Matters, Sexual Radiance, and the Vital Energy Program, Dr. Taylor imparts authentic knowledge and practical tools that inspire, educate, and empower us to be a healing force for positive change. So join us and take your life and our planet to the next level. Hello and welcome to episode 160. Do you have confidence in your immune system? Nine strategies to get started. You know, ask yourself how confident you are to handle stress, conflict, or any difficulty for that matter. And do you actually trust yourself to maintain your own physical and psychological immunity? Well, you know, today I'd like to discuss the benefit of being positive, some characteristics of really being confident, what does that mean, and nine strategies to build our physical and psychological immunity. You know, being positive does affect our confidence, and confidence is a feeling of our self-assuredness arising from our appreciation of, you know, what are our own abilities and qualities. We really get to know ourselves. Confidence requires that we know ourselves actually from inside out. We can assess our confidence just by observing our own emotions. And when we have a solid foundation in our mindset, we have the physical and mental strength coupled to ride the storm and we actually land on our feet. If we find ourselves feeling emotionally vulnerable or reactive, you know what, it may be time to check into our own thinking patterns. Peace of mind is hard to attain and uncertainty about our future always hangs over us, especially now. Spending so much time on computers and cell phones, looking at screens all day now, right? We're doing everything virtually. So we're interacting electronically, which is actually taking a toll on our consciousness, which then weakens our physical and emotional body, which in turn lowers our confidence. Because once we start feeling weak, we start feeling vulnerable, right? That trust, that self-assurance gets diminished. Of course, it's necessary for work now and communication, but it does have its side effects and we need to address those. Too much of this strains our minds, our nerves, our senses. I can speak to this because I'm on the computer quite often. And then our bodies and our digestive systems even become disrupted. You know, our direct social interaction is diminished and our time spent in the world of nature is reduced. And, you know, I've heard me say many episodes, get out in nature, get out in nature, because nature is healing. Our environment, as well as our awareness, is reflected in our strength of our physical and mental confidence. You know, a good immune system requires that we connect to the subtle energetic vibration of the healing force of nature and awareness at a universal level for integrating us with the healing energies of all existence. So looking at immunity from a yogic perspective, we get the added dimension of these subtleties. Yoga science has a lot of the answers for all of this, if not all, actually. Having a positive view of ourselves and the world supports confidence in ourselves, that we are strong and that we follow the path. We'll follow that path that nourishes and supports our physical and emotional, as well as our mental capacities. We have the confidence and fortitude to turn our will into action, our conviction. 
and the capacity to digest these strong feelings and impulses, these fears that are coming up that, you know, that are threatening us, especially now with the whole COVID and people are fearful of the vaccine, which has had wonderful support and research behind it. There's just sad situations. There's just a mix of all sorts of emotions that are going on right now. But we need to create a positive view of ourselves in the world that supports our confidence. That's what I'm telling you here. So that we can have that physical, emotional, and mental immunity that we need. Because contrast to this, when we find ourselves thrown out of our inner sanctuary, you know, in other words, we become emotionally imbalanced due to temper tantrums, anger, fear, irritability, other disturbances, we're actually weakening our immunity. Remember, I did the episode on immunity starts in the mind. It's the same type of thing. We weaken that physical, emotional, mental immunity, that feeling of trust. I can get through this. Really, it doesn't make a difference with where we are or what we're doing. To know that we can get through this, no matter what we do, uh, moving forward, whether we get vaccinated, not vaccinated, uh, there's no fear around any of it. We make these choices based on the scientific evidence that we've digested and make those decisions. So let's look at eight strategies for building confidence in physical and psychological immunity. The first is to connect with humans and anyone you may be, you know, that's important in your life. Now it's been very difficult over the last year and hopefully when we have the uh, herd immunity and when we still wearing masks, we can start seeing people again. That would be very useful for our minds, our emotions, etc. It also includes connecting to animals and nature, you know, faith-based organizations, local groups, our own families. Humans are designed for relationship. And the most important relationship is with yourself, you know, secondary to your family, friends, etc. but with yourself. And this was a perfect year to really hook and connect with your innermost self. And we did that with our meditation. We followed with the 21 day guided meditations. For those of you that missed that, you can go in and download that from the susantaylor.org center site. And you know, you can get that if you want to get, get signed up for that. Without living relationships, it does become very difficult to build resilience. So just keep that in mind. The next is to accept what is. I've said that before, right? When we want to heal, we have to accept what is. Change is a part of living. You know, on the podcast, Does Happiness Just Happen? I actually mentioned the obstacles. You know, obstacles are a part of life. They exist and there's no way around that if you're a living organism. Accepting what is helps. That does not mean that you might not like it or you like it. It just means that you need to assess if you can change the situation or not. And when we can't change the situation, then we have to be able to drop it and move on. Each person has their own timeline for this. Some drop things faster than others, depends on how emotional, how much emotion we have around whatever took place. The third is to keep your focus on life's purpose, your goal. It reminds me of something that I use in classes to demonstrate focus. You know, if you're in, in an ocean on a wave, you're riding a wave, you have to keep your eye on that point where you're headed. Otherwise, you're swept sideways, ending 
down shore from the point of your origin. So know what you want to accomplish and where you want to go in life and keep your eye on that. And as obstacles come in your path, they're not going to knock you off the road. And that's so pertinent for right now. Keep your eye on your purpose and your goals in life. And these obstacles that we're experiencing will just really, they're not going to knock us around too much. The fourth, be decisive. When we flounder in our thinking, it only creates more stress. Make a decision. And if it's not the right one, then you change it later on. But the key is to be decisive and move forward no matter what. Otherwise, you know, you end up, we just, we end up floundering, never moving. And this is where depression sets in. So keep moving forward. Take one step in front of the next, but be decisive in your movement. The fifth is to look for opportunities in everything. This is the gold standard. Anything that happens is to serve as a learning experience. That is the key. If something doesn't go your way or there's an injustice, just say it's an amazing experience. It doesn't mean you might you find it pleasant. Just say it's amazing and it allows the emotion to process. Nurture a positive view of yourself. This is another gold standard in life. That's that confidence. The most violent crimes are the ones we commit to ourselves when we think we're not good enough, pretty enough, smart enough, I won't comment on this or the other side of delusion of grandeur, but the point is here that we must view ourselves as divine beings. And I always say, take the lampshade off, step into the light and shine brightly. That's where the whole title Return to Radiance came out with my new book. It's we have that light within us and the shields that cover it, the coverings that cover it, are our own, it's our own mental dialogue. It has nothing to do with anything else. And that takes confidence to step into light, to shine, to be radiant, to return to radiance. It takes confidence, trust, and humility. The seventh one is to keep things in perspective. Everyone's doing their best. Keep an unpleasant experience in perspective as much as possible by looking at the broader perspective. The most difficult things that we experience is change. And we saw that too, right? We're all changed now. I mean, wearing, I say wearing masks because that was a pretty big change. Change happens moment to moment, no matter what, and it'll change again. So we just have to go with that flow, but keep it in perspective. The last eighth, well, the second to last, let's say, stay positive and visualize where you're heading and not what keeps you in a state of fear. When we do this, we start to care for ourselves and others differently. We nourish ourselves, take time to relax our mind and experience the splendor of having a human body. Positivism is the key to happiness and longevity. And I said nine, but it could be something that sums it all up. All of these ideas, all of these concepts that I gave you are obtainable if we learn to meditate in a precise manner with skill. When we direct our mind's attention to shift the focus on what is needed to support our life's purpose, then we create better results and more confidence in ourselves. And when we have more confidence in ourselves, our immune system gets strong. It's vital. And we don't worry about things. We take precautions. We still follow protocols, but we don't have the fear around questioning our ability to stay healthy and happy. And as I always say, do your research and see what works for you. 
And that brings us to the end of this episode. The Susan Taylor Podcast does come out weekly and is available on SusanTaylor.org, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, and other podcast platforms. And subscribe on SusanTaylor.org if you'd like. And or <laughs> Susan Taylor at YouTube. So it's Susan Taylor PhD TV. And you can get that as our YouTube channel and see some of the videos. Keep in mind that if you like this podcast, please share it on my YouTube channel. And you can go there again to subscribe and share it. It would be really great for the community. And again, visit SusanTaylor.org for more information or even to contact me with any questions, comments, or feedback. In fact, today's, today's topic was a result of some of the feedback that I've gotten over the last couple of weeks with regard to the vaccine, what's happening with immunity, is it safe? Yes, it's safe. Keep your mind strong keep your health strong, keep your thoughts strong, and just shine. Let the light shine through you, and everything will be okay. We will ride through this together. And if you'd like to email me any comments, if you don't want to go through the site, you can always email me at feedback at susantaylor.org. I'd love to hear from you. And everyone, thank you again for listening, and until next time, remain calm. <laughs>